but aye, aye. So, uh, I've got five points I want to go over today uh, that you need to concentrate on, that you need to focus on in order to, to lose weight. Um, so, five points, straightforward, but it probably isn't, isn't easy. Um, so, once you kind of know what to do, once I've gone over these points, um, you obviously need you obviously need to make sure that you're applying the points as well. So, um, although it might seem straightforward, uh, if it was easy, everyone would would do it. Um, so, first point, first thing, first things first. If you want to lose weight, you need to create a calorie deficit, which I'm sure everyone listening to this has heard. Uh, we've heard that term before. Uh, you might be, you might know what it means. Um, you might be unsure, you might have heard it, but you don't actually know what it means. So um, you need to create a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight. All a calorie deficit is, it's when your body is burning off more calories than you're consuming. So basically you burn calories through a few different ways. Um, I'll go into some of them in a bit more detail in a, in a second. But basically your body burns off calories um, through exercise, uh, just through the kind of... Um, the, the keeping your keep keeping you alive basically, uh, and through like, staying active throughout the day, and you consume calories or you eat calories basically. So calories are found in the, the food and the liquids that you eat, um, and that's where you get the calories from. Uh, if you want to be a calorie deficit, you need to make sure that your body is burning off more calories than you're eating. That's all a calorie deficit is, um, but you can't lose weight without a calorie deficit. So no matter how you create it, you need to create one. Um, I'll speak about diet and stuff in, in a second, um, but the main thing, in order to lose weight, um, you need to be in, be in a calorie deficit, right? Uh, I'll say it one more time, you need to make sure that your body is burning off more calories than you are consuming through food and liquid. Uh, so the second point I want to talk about now, uh, in order to lose weight, you need to manage your food intake. Um, so that might mean you need to count calories. You need to track your food. Um, it doesn't. You don't have to do that. So you can. Well, you don't. You don't have to count calories in order to to lose weight. However, you need to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. Um, so calories count even if you don't count them. Right. So I think it is really important to have a kind of basic understanding of what calories are. And how much calories or how many calories are in the, the food that you're consuming? Um, it's good to have a kind of understanding of what like kind of good source of protein, carbs, and fat are. Uh, I'm not going to go into them in too much detail today because I want to keep this kind of relatively short. Uh, but I'll go over stuff like that in a another video. Um, but you need to manage your food intake. Um, so you, you can do that from counting calories. So using apps such as My Fitness Pal. NutriCheck, that's another one. It seems to be quite popular. I've never used it, but I think um, I think you have to pay to use it. But I know a few people that have used it and they quite quite enjoy it. Um, so you can manage your calories through through doing that. Um, you might think I don't have enough time to track my calories. I'm, I'm busy. I don't know where to begin. Um, that that's fair enough. I, I I do get that to to a certain point. Like you might be busy throughout the day, so. Um, Tracking your food intake is probably at the bottom of your priorities, um, but it does make losing weight a wee bit, wee bit easier, and it probably doesn't take as much time as you think. And there's things you can do if you're if you're using My Fitness Pal. There's stuff that you can do. So if you have the same food 
on a regular basis, you can save those meals. It's just a case of filling it in like on, on the day, so it doesn't actually take that much time. You don't have to add in every ingredient every single day. You can say, like for example, I had a, an omelette this morning, so um, if I wanted to, I could save the ingredients that I had in that omelette, save that as a meal, and then tomorrow if I was going to have that again, I'll just go out my save meals and click that button. So it's literally just a click of a, a button. Um, so it might take a wee bit of time and effort getting used to it, learning how to use the app, um, but it doesn't take up that much time day to day. Um, and also, if you if you think about it, like how much time you probably spend on on your phone, on social media, not really doing much, or maybe on on YouTube. Um, I do that as well, by the way, so I'm not judging anyone. Um, but if you think about how much time you probably spend throughout the day doing that, you probably do have enough time to spend like five minutes updating your, your food diary for the day. Um, for the, the day. But as I said, you don't have to count calories in order to lose weight, but in order to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. So calories are really important and creating that calorie deficit is, is essential. And you don't have to count calories for the rest of your life either. Um, but I always recommend that people spend at least a few weeks or even like a, few, a, a month or two um, in tracking their food intake. Um, because it's going to help you get a better understanding of portion control. Of it's going to help you get a better understanding of how many calories are in certain foods. You might be surprised, um, and that's going to help you make better choices. So, say you decide I don't want to count calories anymore, but now you've got a rough idea of how many calories are in this and how many calories are in that, and um, that's going to help you make better choices and stay on track, even if you're not counting calories. Um, so. I, 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 I do recommend, even if it is just for like a, a month or two or maybe longer than that, um, tracking your calories. Uh, it's going to help you st stay accountable as well. Um, but once you've got that knowledge of doing that, um, you can use other things. So you, you can potentially just kind of eyeball your, your portion sizes. Um, if you've got a rough idea of, if, if you track calories, you might not have a rough idea of how many calories are in this and that, just as of. Um, as I've said. Um, other ways you can monitor your food intake without counting calories um, is just to make better choices as well. So you can have, you can opt for like the lower calorie options. Um, if you know something's got more calories than uh, the other, um, that may, again, that may require a wee bit of knowledge. So you may have to track calories initially. Um, it could just be a case of checking the, the food label uh, on, on, your, on your food. Um, and going for like the, the kind of smarter, lower calorie option. Um, and just keep keeping your portion sizes relatively um, decent as well. Um, that's going to help you create a calorie deficit even without um, tracking. Um, but I, so you need to manage your food intake if you want to lose weight. Um, you need to create a calorie deficit as well. So obviously your, your diet's kind of one, one part of that. Um, if you need any help with that, if you're unsure kind of where to start, um, obviously you could just drop me a message, let me know if you've got any questions and I'll, I'll help you out with it. Right. Um, so the other side of that, um, so we've, we've covered your food intake, we're going to cover the other side now. Um, so the first part here is you want to increase your daily output. So I'm not talking about exercise just now, I'm talking about kind of any type of activity that isn't it. That isn't structured exercise. Um, so just now I'm, I'm sitting in my chair. 
Um, so I'm probably not burning off, burning too many calories. Although I'm kind of fidgeting a wee bit, as you can see, I'm kind of moving side to side. Um, but if I was standing up and walking about, I would be burning even more calories. Um, so this is where maybe your uh, something like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch would come come in handy in setting yourself a, a step target. Um, having that that target, uh, just try to be active. It could be ten thousand steps a day. It doesn't doesn't have to be. Um, it's going to help you lose weight, hopefully. So, I think a lot of people don't realise just just how important your your step count can be. Um, if you think about it, so if you're doing a workout, most people are probably only going to work out for about thirty to sixty minutes a few times a week, right? So that's like, like see, like, that's like if you take one day, right? So at the very most, that's like one hour of your day. You've still got another 23 hours left. Um, so how you spend your time outside of those workouts, in my opinion, is just as important as that workout, if not more, because it's going to take up a lot, a lot longer, um, a lot more of your day. So say you spend like eight hours sleeping, so that's 16, you've one hour workout, so you've got 15 hours left in the day. My math could be wrong there, but, but it's, it's close enough. You've got 15 hours left in, in the day. So if you take two people, um, have they <clears throat> do the exact same workout, have the exact same sleeping pattern, um, but one person um, has an office job, so literally nine till five, are sat at a desk, um, eat the lunch at the desk, they don't really move. Uh, the other person um, has quite a, an active job, they're on their feet all day, always moving, always active active, always doing different things. Um, second person is going to burn more calories throughout the day. Um, so they potentially, it would, it would depend, um, you, you would imagine it depends on their diet and other things as well. But if, they, if they're burning more calories throughout the day, if they're being more active, they've got a better chance of losing weight. So I, if you do have an office job, but there are, there are things that you, you can do. So maybe 10,000 steps. It actually isn't too hard. Well, I don't want to say that. It, it obviously depends on, on your job. So if you are somebody that sits down most of the day, then I getting up and, and moving is going to be quite challenging. So potentially you don't have to focus on that 10,000 step target um, once you begin. You could just focus on kind of daily habits. So maybe even just getting out one walk a day could literally be, if, if you're not doing anything just now, if you're not active just now, doing anything more than what you're doing just now is going to be, is, is going to help you. And then just try and build on that day on day, week on week. So even if it is just like one 15 minute walk a day, and then try and increase that to 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then maybe like two 30 minute walks. And then maybe once you get to that point, like set yourself a, a big step target. And that's going to help you build it up. Um, also, it doesn't ha you don't have to go a massive walk. You can just think about wee things that you can do that are going to help you take more steps throughout the day. So even like a good example is if you get, um, if you go to the supermarket, maybe parking a follow away from the the entrance, so you need to walk further. Um, again, you're not going to get ten thousand steps unless you park like. Two hours away, <laughs> but um, it's still it's still better than nothing. And if you do wee things like that throughout the day, it's going to help you. Um, it's all going to add up. 
Another thing you can do is maybe just set an alarm on, on your phone. So every hour you need to get up and walk for five, ten minutes. So you need to hit like a certain um, number of steps by um, a certain period of, of time. So like an example I've seen people do is try and hit 10,000 steps before 10 o'clock. For a lot of people that might not be possible, that might be quite unrealistic, but you can do, you can do something similar to that. It could even be like, if, if like 3,000 steps is, like, if that's good for you before 10, set a target and, and smash it. Um, so just be thinking things like that, just kind of um, break it up. Um, break it up into small chunks and um, just build on it from, from there. Another thing you can do is, so this actually applies to if you're going to count calories as well. Um, don't just focus on your daily target. Think of it from a weekly point of view. So say for example, you've got a target of 10,000 steps a day. If you times it by seven, because of seven days in a week, technically you want to have 70,000 steps by the end of the week on Sunday. Um, so what you could do, you could hit 10,000 steps every day for that week, that's fine, obviously. Um, but say one day you're you know you're going to be more active or you've got you've got more time than other days where you might be in and out of meetings or just kind of generally busy uh, and inactive. So like one day you can maybe have you can maybe have a day where you have where, where you do eight thousand steps and then another day you do twelve thousand steps to kind of make up for it and balance it out. So that's twenty thousand steps over the course of two days and that equals that like on average ten thousand steps a day. Um, so you can split it up that way as well. If you know maybe you've got more time at the weekend, if the weather's nice, you want to go out a longer walk, um, that's fine. You could potentially balance out the kind of less active days as well, um, as long as you are kind of hitting your targets throughout the week. Uh, another example of doing that as well is with your calories. So maybe one day, just say that your target's like 2,000 calories a day, times it by 14, so that's 14,000 calories across the week. So maybe one day, if you know like at the weekend you're going to eat a wee bit more because it's the weekend, maybe you've got you've got plans, you're going to eat out, potentially get a takeaway or whatever. So say like one day you have like three or 4,000 calories and you, you offset that by eating less throughout the week. So maybe you have like 1,700 calories Monday to Friday, or like 1,500 or whatever. Um, but as long as you stay underneath that 14,000 calorie target for the week, um, you're still going to be, be on track. So um, hopefully that's not, not confused you, but you can kind of mix and match it a wee bit um, to suit your lifestyle if you need to. Um, so I that's point number three. So increase your, your, your daily output. The fourth point is to exercise. So obviously you'll know that exercise is real important. Um, you need to be doing it. Um, ideally a few times a week. Um, so I know that I've, I, I kind of said, like getting your steps in and being active throughout the day might be um, even more important than exercising, but obviously you want to try and do both. It's like sometimes when people say, like, um, I, I want to try and lose weight without going to the gym. Like, why? Like, why, why, not, why not do both? Um, the more things that you're, you're doing, um, towards your goal, goal um, the more likely you are to reach it. So why not do both? Even if you don't like it, like just kind of split it up again into more manageable chunks. Do stuff that you enjoy. Um, but why? 
only focus on one aspect of it when you can do multiple and increase your chances of reaching your goals. So if you're managing your diet, if your steps are high, if you're going to the gym, like you're going to be more likely to, to lose weight than somebody who is only like cutting out bread or something like that, do you know what I mean? And not going to the gym and not really doing any steps or anything like that. Um, so I those those benefits to each of these points, each of these kind of aspects that I'm talking about are really important. Um, so I would I, I would recommend instead of saying I'm, I'm only going to do one, that might not just focus on all of them. Um, so exercise. Um, I always recommend. So this is really generic, but I'd always recommend try to work out between two to four times a week. For most people, you probably don't need more than an hour. That might be different for, for certain people, but um, for the for anyone listening to this, you probably don't need more than an hour. Um, and I think two to four is probably a good um, a good goal for most people. Um, in terms of what you do when you're there, again, quite generic, but I, w- I would always recommend like a good starting point is eighty percent of your time is spent in the gym doing weights, so using the machines, using the free weights, the dumbbells, the barbells, the kettlebells, um, maybe doing some arms, doing some abs, and 20% is spent doing some cardio work, so maybe that's on the equipment, doing the, 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 the treadmill, doing the cross trainer, um, exercise bike, maybe it's doing a spin class, maybe it's outside doing a run, um, so 80% doing weights, 20% doing some, some cardio. That is really generic, so I have some PT clients that they do, that that's what they do. They'll do mostly kind of weights and then we'll do like a wee finisher at the end. I've also got some clients that don't do any cardio at all, um, just because it doesn't, it doesn't align with their goals. I might be some clients that do more cardio because um, that's aligned with their goals. Like for example, they want to get better at running, so they're going to go out and run. Whereas somebody who doesn't enjoy running, they don't, don't have to do it. Um, but cardio, so some people might find cardio boring, which is fair enough. Sometimes it can be. There are things that you can do to, to mix it up. Um, but just think of it from a kind of health point of view. Like it's really good. Like if you've got a healthy heart, if you've got healthy lungs, um, if you're not constantly out of breath, do you know what I mean? You can walk up, up the stairs without getting out of breath. Um, that's a good position to, to be in. Um, so don't focus too much on doing cardio in order to burn calories. Just look at it for that over, overall health point of view as well. Um, if you feel as if like, cardio is too hard, too hard, you don't have to do like high intensity interval training. You don't have to do like Tabata or anything like that. Um, not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it is, it is obviously really, really hard. Uh, but when it comes to cardio, you can actually there's a lot of um, benefits from doing steady state cardio. So it's not too easy, it's not too hard, it's somewhere in between. And you can probably hold hold a steady conversation when you're you're doing it. Um another thing, another way to gauge if your cardio's kind of aerobic is you are able to talk but you're not able to sing. Um, so next time if you're on the treadmill, if you want to see if you can build out a song, um if you can Good for you. <laughs> um, so, um, I if you're if you're able to sing, it's probably 
don't know. I've, 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 I've never actually thought, thought of that before. Like, what, 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 why would you ask somebody if they can if they can sing during a during a workout? <laughs> um, but I back to to cardio. I kind of lost my my chain of thought there. Um, so I yeah, you can do steady state cardio as well. There's a lot of there's a lot of benefits uh, to that. Um, just because it's a bit easier, just because you're not pure pure out of breath, doesn't mean it's not it's not effective. Um, you still get the added benefits from it as long as it's not too easy. Like it still it still needs to be challenging, um, but just it doesn't have to be like impossible. Where you, you can hardly speak, you can hardly breathe, you can't kind of catch your breath. Um, so if, if you're somewhere in between where um, it's hard, but uh, you, you can talk away the way that I'm kind of talking just now, um, but it's not too easy to the point where it's, it doesn't, uh, it's, it's not challenging at all. Um, in terms of what you do in the gym, um, I will go, I'll, I'll, I'll probably do another podcast on this as well, because um, it'll probably depend on what your goals are, um, your level of ability and what you feel kind of confident doing in the, the gym. Um, but doing weights um, is going to help. Uh, it's going to help change the, the shape of, of your body. So if you're doing cardio, um, you will obviously, anything with your body, you're working your muscles, but if you're doing cardio, um, it's going to help you burn calories. Probably not as many as, as you think, but it's going to help help um, help you lose fat. It's going to help you be in a calorie deficit as long as your calories are okay. But it's pro probably not going to do too much for your shape, whereas lifting weights will. So lifting weights is going to help you um, tone up. Some people don't like the word tone up. It's going to help you add muscle to your, your body and that's going to give you that nice shape that you're looking for. So whether that's if you're a guy who wants bigger arms or like a bigger chest, you need to train those muscle groups in the, the gym using weights. Uh, if you're a female, um, you want bigger legs, like um, bigger glutes, bigger bum, um, you need to be in the gym uh, working those muscles using weights as as well. Um, so I I um, lifting weights. Um, the both uh, in terms of lifting weights or and doing cardio, they both have different benefits. They're both good for you, and if you can try and do both of them, um, how much you do kind of depends on what your goals are, what you enjoy. Um, but if you've got a wee bit of both involved in your training, you're on on the the right path. Uh, right, so the the final point I want to make in order to lose weight, you need to manage your lifestyle. So there's kind of different factors here that will make your life easier or harder, or they'll make the kind of losing weight easier or harder. So for example, if you get enough sleep, it's going to help you lose weight. Um, if you don't get enough sleep, it's going to make it harder to lose weight. Uh, one reason for that is because if you're tired, um, your decision making and your willpower is impaired. So you're more likely to make... Um, poorer choices with your, your diet because you're you're tired and um, you find it harder to say no to temptation and also studies have found that uh, when you've not, not had enough sleep your appetite actually increases as well so try to monitor your sleep and make sure you're getting enough is actually going to help you um, lose weight. Um, stress as well, pretty similar reasons to be honest, um, if the, the more stressed out you are 
the more hectic your life is, um, the harder it's going to make it for you to stay on track. Um, if you're someone who eats when they're, they're stressed out, then obviously that's going to make it harder for you to, to lose weight if you are constantly stressed out, um, whether that's from work or your personal life or, or whatever. Um, so doing what you can to manage that, um, it's going to make your life easier. Um, but it is easier said than done as well. It's not, it's not straightforward, but um, just try and do what you can. Um, alcohol as well, it obviously it impairs your decision-making. Um, it can maybe set you off the rails with your, with, with your diet. Um, it can maybe throw you off your gym routine as well. Um, so I, I'm not saying don't, don't drink, don't enjoy yourself, but if you try to lose weight, you need to take this into account. And alcohol actually has calories as well. So it has uh, seven calories in it per gram. Um, so it actually has more calories in it compared to protein and carbs. So a lot of people don't even take that into account when they're, when they're drinking, that all those added calories that you're getting um, from that pint or that bottle of wine or whatever it is that you, you drink. So that could also be a reason be a reason that you might not lose weight because uh, you have like a, bo a bottle of wine every, every night or a, a few pints um, and just in general just making sure that you've, you've got a good work-life balance again it's easier said than done um, I'm not going to give too many tips away just now um, because, uh, because well, I've not really got, got uh, enough time just now I want, I want to keep this kind of as short as, as possible um, and also it's it's easy for me to sit here and give somebody give somebody tips to say that you need to have a, a good work life balance, but um, aye, it's, it's it's not as easy to actually make those changes as well. So work life balance, just make sure that if you've if you've not got enough time to go to the gym, if you've not got enough time to go out walks, if you've not got enough time to make good decisions, prep your meals. Um, basically all these things that are going to help you go into a calorie deficit and um, you're going to find it harder to, to lose weight so you need to do kind of what you can in order to manage these things make time for these things as well and put yourself in the best position to lose weight um, right so just to recap the five points so in order to, to lose weight you need to create a calorie deficit all that means is you need to make sure that you're burning off more calories than you eat. Two, you need to manage your food intake. Okay, so whether that's counting calories, whether that's making good choices, post control, you need to monitor your, your food intake and make sure that you're in a, a deficit. Um, you also need to increase your daily output. With, so that's from being active, from doing steps, uh, going at walks, all those type of things. You need to exercise whether that's using weights or uh, doing some cardio work. And finally, you need to manage your lifestyle, whether that's your stress levels, your drinking, your sleeping pattern, your work-life balance. You need to manage all of this. Right, so I'll give it a second to see if anyone's got any questions. If not, that will do us for today. Um, if you watch your back and anything pops into your head, obviously just um, drop me a message and let me know. If you've got any questions, if you need a if you need a hand with anything else, just obviously let me know and I'll, I'll help you out. Um, hopefully, it's found it useful, and I'll speak to you later. Cheers, everyone.